I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. We've created a new way to protect you from unpredictable interest rates. Our exclusive rate shield approval. First, we lock your interest rate for up to 90 days. Then, if rates go up, your rate stays locked. But if rates go down, your rate drops. Either way, you win. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. Welcome to the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast, presented by Fox DFS Firelines. Now, here are your hosts, Justin. Stefan Gilmore go to the Patriots. Now that Mike Gillisley go to the Patriots, are they now just the farm club within their own division? Greg. He's one of these faux-leading women. It's like, that's not Angelina Jolie or Jennifer Anderson. It's some girl that I would see at the Circle K. That's kind of Alshon Jeffrey. And Ryan. There is absolutely no reason why O.J. Howard should be drafted before Cameron Brait. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Ryan Skullrude. Uh, doing a solo show for you uh, today. Um, getting ready for... Uh, getting into close to the playoffs for fantasy. We've got a couple more weeks left. Um, if you are like any of my teams, I've got a couple teams. One that's, you know, one win probably from sealing, sealing the deal to get into the playoffs. Another one I have to win. Thanks to a win tonight, I have to win the next two weeks to have a prayer of getting into the playoffs. So that's how my fantasy season has gone this year. Uh, I hope that uh, some of our advice has helped you guys out. Um, real quick, before we get started, I want to remind you all to go to uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, wherever it is that you listen to our podcast, we would greatly appreciate it if you would take the time to fill out or to uh, do a quick rating or review. Um, we are not against you guys putting in, um, in doing a, a quote unquote review of our podcast, instead just getting on there and putting your uh, uh, uh an advertisement for your for your company we don't care we will take it so um let me make sure see if we've got any new ones up that i have not seen well i don't know if justin's put this one on here but i'm going to go ahead and uh, i'm going to go ahead and read it with uh, the latest uh, the latest review that we've got on here you guys rock we got a five-star rating um from dilly cheese steak a uh, really awesome show and very informative. Can't wait to win a giveaway one day. Hashtag Ingram. Sorry, because we right now uh, we have the uh, the Evan Ingram giveaway. Uh, if you go to uh, skulkingfootball.com slash giveaway or go to the website and hit the giveaway tab, find out how to enter there to win. Uh, and I believe on that one is an, an Evan Ingram jersey. Plus we've got, uh, um, uh, I want to say a Skulking sweatshirt, t-shirt, and phone case available to win there so make sure to hop on there so that you can win um go through the i think you can enter up to 13 times so based on your actions there so we've got that we've got the contest there's that the reviews all right so why don't we go ahead and jump into it this is going to be a little bit shorter show again because when you know solo shows um we try not to take them too long because it's kind of boring to listen to just one person for a long time so here we go 
we're gonna get right into uh the the news and notes not a whole lot of news news but what is news is extremely devastating so let me get into find make sure i've got all the right stories here here we go uh texans running back deontay foreman is believed to have torn his achilles after his clinching td in today's game uh against arizona it looks like he is done for the season. So, um, you know, after having a really promising game, it looks like they're going to have no choice but to go with Alfred Blue to go with Miller if Miller can stay healthy. Uh, another end-of-season injury. Uh, the Redskins find out after their loss that running back Chris Thompson has a fractured fibula and will need surgery his season is over um again not just two horrific horrific um injuries uh for for very promising players especially chris thompson who's had an absolutely phenomenal season so far this year um next kelvin benjamin exited week 11 against the chargers with an apparent knee injury i do not i didn't see if he actually made it back into the game um but uh, that's another thing to keep an eye on. We'll see how, you know, he hasn't necessarily been. It's hard to get into a new team and play well when you've only been on the team for a couple of weeks and been playing with another team for most of the year. Um, let's see. I think most of these other things on here. Um, Jay Cutler was officially uh, knocked out of the game with a concussion, but, you know, that doesn't really matter because he was playing like crap anyways which we'll get to later. Um, and I think that was it. No other actual injury news. Most of the rest of this is kind of updates on how players were playing. So, all right. So there wasn't a whole lot in terms of, in terms of news and notes to go through. So what we'll do is we'll go ahead and go into the Kings and Stings portion of our, of our show. Um, for, we'll start with the quarterbacks and, you know, we do this in, you know, th top three, Top three and bottom three, I guess you could say. So our top three kings at the quarterbacks. Luckily, I have two of these guys on my on two teams that desperately need wins. Uh, Kirk Cousins throws for three twenty-two and three TDs today against New Orleans. Um, managed to not be able to managed to not be able to get the win today, but he, you know, Kirk Cousins is finally doing what we all knew Kirk Cousins could do. Um, ben Roethlisberger at number two actually. You know, finally lit it up on uh, on Thursday night against a Titans defense that was really struggling. 299 yards and four TD passes, three of those to Antonio Brown. And uh, number three, Tom Brady, 332 yards, three TDs, and just absolutely torching the Oakland defense, which has been really easy apparently this year. I saw a meme, you know, best best seasons against or best quarterback ratings. Um, going back for like the last 10, 15 years. And uh, number six on for a single season, and number six on that list was any quarterback going up against the the <laughs> Oakland Raiders this year. So that's just how bad their defense has been against the pass. Um, so looking at the stings, I mean, these were, there were some brutal, brutal games put up today. Um, Dak Prescott in tonight in the Sunday night football game just really struggled against that really stout let's be honest it's a stout Philadelphia defense that, that he had to go up against tonight 147 yards passing 
three interceptions and lost a fumble. Um, you know, he had he was having some of the same issues against Arizona. I want to say last week. So this is this has been it's been a rough go of it. Or no, sorry, not not Arizona. It was uh, Atlanta. Wrong A team. So uh, Atlanta last week just absolutely tore him up. So Prescott's been struggling. You know, it, honestly, part of that has to do with Ezekiel Elliott and and their you know the ramifications of coming from from that. So um, we'll see if they can manage to get anything going over this uh, over the last couple of weeks or last few weeks of the season. But um, you know, you gotta wonder if there's a different you know if there's a different way to go with your fantasy team for this week. Uh, moving on, number two, while he got knocked out in the game with a concussion, Jay Cutler was not playing all that well. He had only thrown for 83 yards and one TD and three interceptions. So it's not like he was doing all that great for him. Um, you know, Matt Moore ends up coming in, having a pretty dang good game in the second half. So Jay Cutler, as you know, as should be, everyone should be used to is on the stings list. And then Brent Hundley, you talk about a struggling Green Bay team with with Aaron Rodgers gone. Uh, 239 yards, but he throws for three interceptions. One of them, I believe, was in the end zone and loses a fumble. Just a, a, a rough day for Brent Hundley. The, the Green Bay Packers team, it's, I mean, it's just, it's rough on them. You know, they may just, you know, they're going to get to the point where they just need to kind of quit on the season and see what kind of draft pick they can get. Um, moving on to the running backs. LaShawn McCoy, you know, so many people in the beginning of the season were saying, you know, Shady McCoy is just, he's not having that kind of season that we all hoped for. Um, you know, I was telling people in the beginning of the year, he's going to be the offense for this team. You know, they didn't really have much of a, of a pass game, especially after they traded Sammy Watkins. Um, I mean, they've brought in Jordan Matthews. They have Zay Jones. Not much is, not much has come out of that. Um, but even in even in a bad loss today to the Chargers, where um, you know Peterman throws for you know five five interceptions or whatever it was, um, and I know we probably could have had him on the Stings, but I was not going to put. No one was actually starting Peterman. That's why he's not on the Stings list. I guess I can put him as a as an honorable mention, but no one was going to start Nathan Peterman. Honestly, that's why he's not on the Stings list. So if anyone's wondering why. With that bat, with that bad of a of a of a performance, so uh, back to the back to the Kings. Uh, Lashawn McCoy, 114 rush yards, uh, receiving. He had uh, 12 receiving yards. Um, that went for one of those went for a touch. You know that went for a touchdown. Plus he had a rushing touchdown, so he had a phenomenal game. Mark Ingram, 134 rush yards, three receptions, 21 receiving yards, and a TD. And Alvin Kamara, 42 rush yards, six receptions for 74 yards, a TD, a two-point conversion. I mean, seriously, Ingram and Kamara are just tearing it up. You talk about, you know, I mean, they are this year's Coleman and Freeman from last year. The Arizona, or I mean, the Atlanta could just um, basically just work everything through their two running backs. That's exactly what... Um, New Orleans is doing right now, and it's paying off. I mean, Drew Brees doesn't have to throw the ball all over the place in order for them to win. And so, you know, kudos to to uh, New Orleans for how well they've been playing. Um, and some of you, if you've got Drew Brees as your quarterback, you may actually be suffering from it. So. All right. And just for those of you, sorry, I had to put this in. Just for those of you who are wondering, Nathan Peterman in 
in uh, his scoring finished with minus 1.96 points uh, with five interceptions and 66 pass yards. So, yeah, like I said, he could have been a sting on there, but, we, you know, no one would, if anyone was starting him, you were in desperate need and, you know, you shouldn't be winning anyways. Um, going into our running back stings, I mean, everyone predicted Isaiah Crowell was just going to have this great season this year. They, you know, the Browns said that they were going to commit to the run. The Browns just suck. 11 carries, 18 yards for Isaiah Crowell. Just, it's it's horrible. I mean, the only the only productive person on that entire team is Duke Johnson, who he himself, I think, got injured in the, at the end of this game. So, um, unless you have Duke Johnson, stay away from the just stay away from the from the Browns. It's that bad. Um, number two, AP doing what I told you AP would do. Fourteen carries, twenty six yards, and a reception for thirteen yards. That first game where he just blew up, you know, that's one thing. It w- it it wasn't going to continue. I mean, this is this is exactly what I was seeing at what I thought the AP was going to be doing. I told you. I'm not seeing a whole lot of AP. Uh, I'm not expecting a whole lot. So there we go. Um, AP sting number two. And number three, LeGarrette Blunt. You know, 57 yards, but on 13 carries. No touchdowns, no nothing else. It's just hard to get anything going in that Philadelphia backfield uh, when they're using, you know, when they're using so many players now. So uh, moving on to our wide receivers, our wide receiver kings. I mean, the king of kings in terms of in terms of wide receivers. Uh, Antonio Brown, ten receptions, one hundred and forty-four yards, three TDs. There's a reason he is the number one running back in, or the number one wide receiver in the league. Um, the the guy can just plain get it done. Um, let me actually make sure. Check the overall season totals. He is, yeah, he. <laughs> He by far overtook DeAndre Hopkins in terms of uh, in terms of total points. He's finally and that game actually put Antonio Brown over the 1,000 yard mark. He's the only receiver over 1,000 yards so far uh, on the season. So um, Keenan Allen finally had a breakout game: 12 receptions, 159 yards, two TDs. I know Justin's a little salty because he just traded uh, Keenan Allen, but he ended up getting Alvin Kamara in the deal. So you know. I don't think he lost too much on that one. So, And then wide receiver king number three is one of the guys that I have and pick him and stick him against Justin this week. Good old Mr. Kenny Stills, who in the second half of the game absolutely lit it up. I think he had, what, six receptions for like 150 yards or something like that in a touchdown when Matt Moore was throwing to him. Finished overall the game, seven receptions, 180 yards in a TD. So a great game for Kenny Stills. The veteran uh, manages to get uh, manages to get it done. So uh, great game from the th- great 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 games from the three of them. Now in our stings, I mean one of the you know Willie Willie Sneed just you know ever since he came back from his suspension, he's been he was injured in camp. Just never really has gotten it together. One reception for twelve yards. You know he was one of those guys I expected so much more from and. He's just, it's not happening. Um, he is he is droppable fodder right now in terms of your fantasy teams. Uh, number two, Emmanuel Sanders, two receptions for 15 yards. Just, you know, nothing there. And Jordy Nelson, two receptions for 24 yards. I mean, that's it. the the problem with two of those guys is their, 
uh, their quarterbacks just are horrible and just can't get the ball to them. So, you know, you've got those issues there. And then uh, moving on, uh, you know, just, yeah, we're, we're, we'll move on to the tight ends. Tight end Kings, Travis Kelsey, eight receptions, 109 yards. Uh, didn't get into the end zone, but had a pretty solid game. You know, just basically did what you expect out of Travis Kelsey. Too bad no one else on the Chiefs could do anything. But for the most part, we blame we blame uh, we blame Andy Reid for that. So, um, number two, Ricky Seals Jones. Ever heard of him? No, didn't think so. Neither did we. Three receptions, fifty-four yards, and two TDs. Has a great game with Blaine Gabbert throwing the ball to him. Um, you know the the. Cardinals had a pretty decent game and then, you know, kind of folded up in the end against the, uh, against the, uh, the Houston Texans. So and number three, Delaney Walker, six receptions, 92 yards, not a whole lot of production for the most part against or in the, uh, um, in the tight end category this week. So um, in our stings, I mean, you just talk about a wasteland. Um, Jason Witten, one reception for seven yards. Evan Ingram, one reception for nine yards. Cameron Brait, one reception for 12 yards. Then honorable mention, Zach Ertz, two receptions for eight yards. I mean, you talk about just a crappy week for, for tight end production. It's just, I mean, I, I had no choice but to list all of them here just because of how bad. And all those guys are top 10. Overall, here, let me make sure, tight ends. I think Cameron Brait's now dropped out of the top. No. So, uh, Zach Ertz, number two. Evan Ingram, number four. Cameron Brait, number eight. And Jason Witt, number nine. All those top ten guys. And that's all that they <laughs> All four of those guys. And that's all that they could come up with this week. So, um, so yeah, rough week there. Uh, in terms of your tight ends. So um, so that's our Kings and Stings portion. Just to kind of review, I want to review some of these games from today, uh, just a couple of the, the, the things that I saw. For those of you who um, are out, not, sorry, are, uh, oh, good grief. Not Alvin Kamara, the other rookie. Um, sorry, let me pull this up. I love it when my screens don't pull up the in the in the way that I want them to. So, um, for those of you who have Kareem Hunt and are worried a little bit, it's understandable. Um, he has not really done much. Was he hasn't scored a touchdown since week three? Hasn't had a hundred yards rushing since week five. Um, went eighteen for seventy three today. In my honest opinion, there. I mean, I really think this is a this is an Andy Reid. Um, you know, it's it's not. It, I think this is an Andy Reid issue. Um, only four carries in the first half. I mean, yeah, Andy Reid goes back and gives him what five carries to start off the second half. Um, but I mean, he's he's doing what he can. Um, but he's just, he's not getting the ball. I just, I don't understand what's going on with, uh, 
with Andy Reid and why he keeps giving the ball to Charkander Quest. Uh, you know, say that they're trying to save Kareem Hunt a little bit. They're losing games because of it. So um, ever since they started limiting how much Kareem Hunt got the ball, they keep losing. So let's, you know, I think Kareem Hunt will, will get it going again. It's just a matter of, you know, when that'll be, to be completely honest. Once Andy Reid finally pulls his, his head out of his backside. So um, a couple other thoughts. I mean, I'm honestly surprised that they that the Bills went to to Peterman today, and it took five interceptions before they finally brought in Tyrod Taylor. I mean, the game was completely out. I think that the Bills must be moving on from Tyrod Taylor. I, that's the only thing I can I can think. Um, and so, uh, not I mean, just that organization is just confusing the crap out of me and they lose to the Chargers. I mean the Chargers put up 54 points today uh finally a, a an explosive offensive game from the Chargers um the Rams and the Vikings the Rams lose to the Vikings in Minnesota you know as a Seahawks fan that's that makes things nice for me if the Seahawks can manage to win tomorrow night against the Falcons which we are going to talk about now um, this is going to be a tough game. The Seahawks six and three going up against the five and four Falcons. Um, the Seahawks have now officially lost not only Cam Chancellor, but also um, Richard Sherman for the season. So you've lost half the Legion of Boom. So now it's just um, you've just got uh, Earl Thomas in center field, which you know I think you're better off having Earl Thomas. Um, than say, than say Cam Chancellor because just because of how well Earl can cover center field and get to the ball and keep people from getting over the top of him, um, he just has that speed. So uh, McDougal, I think, should be okay moving in there. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how the Falcons do, um, what they're able to do. They've started pass the ball a lot better. Um, you know, which could could be troubled now that the Seahawks are down their top their top corner and one of their biggest uh, and one of their biggest uh, uh, hitters in the backfield. So, um, I think uh, you know, in terms of fantasy production, you you have to go with Russell Wilson. He's I want to say like the number two or number three quarterback right now. Let me actually pull it up to make sure. Overall, quarterbacks uh, has not played yet, and he is number three. Um, he may he may pass up Carson Wentz and Tom Brady um, coming up after this game. So depending on how many yards he throws, he'll be back in second behind Tom Brady for totally for for passing yards. So. If he throws three TDs, he'll catch up with Tom Brady. And only was it, I think the only person ahead of him at that point will be uh, will be Carson Wentz. So, um, so yeah, Russell's just having a phenomenal season. I think him, Doug Baldwin are going to be your best bets, plus possibly Jimmy Graham. Uh, if you want to go in the tight end, uh, the tight end realm, I think that, you know, he's, he's going to be a solid one. Uh, I think a possible, possible sleeper. Um, in terms of tight end, is always going to be Luke Wilson. He manages to get loose for a touchdown here or there. So if you're playing like a, um, if you're playing DFS, 
the uh, and you're doing like a Monday to Thursday. It's got three Thursday games. Um, you know, that's maybe a, a way to go if you want to try to try to pull a uh, a little bit of a sleeper there. Um, other than that, I mean, you're not going to do anything with the running backs unless you feel like getting really lucky with J.D. McKissick uh, with uh, now with uh, C.J. Procise on IR. So as far as the Falcons go, you can't not play Julio Jones, especially, especially with um, with uh, Richard Sherman out. Uh, Matt Ryan, uh, you've got to play him. He's he's been playing even better over the last couple of weeks. So I would definitely I would definitely look at you know if you've got Matt Ryan, you know, go ahead and fire him up. Uh, I think that he could possibly you know he could possibly have a very good game against this this Seahawks defense. Um, I believe I haven't seen anything on. Freeman, I believe Freeman is out for this game. Let me look just to make sure so I'm not giving you guys bad info. Yeah, he is going to be out for the Seattle game. Uh, officially ruled out yesterday for Seattle. So uh, Tevin Coleman, they're going to try to ride Tevin Coleman. The one thing about the Seahawks, they've been able to stop up the run pretty well. So we'll see how, how much that, uh, that defensive line can stop up the run and force them to pass. Um, and really, and see if they can get to the quarterback. Um, I think Austin Hooper has a shot at a touchdown this week. Uh, Julio Jones could be in for a good game. And, you know, the secondary receivers are usually the guys that will have the best games against Seattle. So someone like a, a Mohamed Sanu or a Taylor Gabriel, you know, if you, again, playing DFS, you want to fire up one of them, that would be a, that wouldn't be a, a terrible way to go if you're trying to save some, save some bank. So, um, my, honestly, my project, my prediction is that the Falcons will probably come out on top in this one. Um, you know, I don't want to be a complete homer and say, oh, yo, yeah, of course this is actually going to win. I'm, you know, I'm being, up, I'm, I'm trying to be realistic about this. So we've, you know, again, losing two, you know, two major pieces of the Legion of Boom. Um, you know, it's the, the defense needs to step it up. Uh, it would be nice to see if we could get a run game going, but I'm not. I'm not too. I'm not too optimistic there. So again, uh, I think the Falcons will probably win it, but of course, you know, I will be rooting for my rooting for my Hawks. So um, that's all I've got for you guys tonight. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Uh, again, make sure to go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, leave us a rating, review, uh, give us a thumbs up. Um, we really appreciate it. Uh, hope you guys enjoy this episode, and we will talk to you later. Hey, Skull King Nation. Thank you for listening to the Skull King Football Podcast. Did you like this episode? If so, be sure to go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube to subscribe. Also, please leave us a rating and reviews to let us know how we can better help you rule your leagues. At Jared, we know devotion isn't a once-a-year occasion. And once the flowers have wilted and the chocolates have disappeared, you'll still want them to know how much you care. Dare to give a gift that lasts this Valentine's Day with our incredible selection of jewelry. From delicate rose gold to bold black diamonds, Jared has hundreds of pieces under $299 and exclusive collections you won't find anywhere else. Shop online or find a store near you at jared.com and dare to be devoted. Hey you, are you ready? Grab your pack, grab your tent, grab your gear. Jump in. We're going on an adventure. In Arizona, there's so much to see, so much to experience. 
At GCU, adventure is never too far away. Offering over 200 academic programs with a Christian worldview and nestled in the heart of Phoenix, you can earn your degree in fewer than four years and explore everything Arizona has to offer. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash azroadtrip.